Hey there, I'm Shay. And I'm Jen. And this is We're Disappointed, the podcast where we talk about things that disappoint us about life in general. And this episode, we're talking about video games. All right, so let me go ahead and start us off here. We can start at the very, very beginning of things. Uh, Shay, what is your earliest gaming memory and how long have you been playing? My earliest gaming memory is my parents getting a Sega Genesis. I think I was like seven or eight. Nice. And yeah, <laughs> it's real old. I'm dating myself at this point. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it was like life changing. It was like really weird because like my family we didn't really do a whole lot together. Everyone had like weird schedules, but when that happened, everyone started trying to like, we would all sit around the TV and try to beat the board in Sonic. That was at the time, that was like the hardest shit. And I don't know why, like we could never get past like the third board. Like me, I was eight. My motor skills were not so great. So that's, that's my, that's what I'm blaming it on. I don't know what my parents issue was. Was it Sonic one? Yes. Okay. And like later, Sonic One was hard. It it was pretty hard. I mean, I played it like more recently, like in the within the last like five to ten years, and it wasn't that hard. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking. I'm comparing it to like Sonic Two and Three, and I think that Sonic One was the hardest. Really? I feel like Three was harder. Yeah. No, because like you had like Tails to help you out. That was two. He was he was like a side had... character in Three, but he wasn't a main feature in Three. I thought that you had, like, I'm pretty sure there was, like, a two-player in three as well, because I remember me and my cousins playing it. Like, and it was easier in three because you could save. Well, saving, definitely. But, I mean, you didn't have to have someone playing with you. I didn't often have someone playing with me. No, but I always played it with my cousins, and it made it, I, I was always easier when we had someone who can pinch hit as tails. You cheater. You're a cheater. I'm just using the game mechanics. I'm mm. sorry that you didn't have people to play with you. I had people. I just didn't want them to. It sounds like cheater mm. But anyway, what is your earliest gaming memory? My dad had gotten a computer fairly early on. Um, it was an old DOS computer. And so that was my earliest gaming machine. We had a bunch of different little DOS games, like a little like gaming sweet thing it had like a bunch of different types of games i remember there was this one called shooting gallery which was exactly what it sounded like and he would just shoot ducks that went by or something like that and then the the game that we were all really obsessed with was this game called superplex which was it was like a weird sort of pac-man kind of game like you you looked like a pac-man but you were supposed to be like inside of a computer and each level was like this puzzle like you had you started on a certain end of the board and then you had to make your way to the exit and there were like these balls that could crush you and like scissors that could kill you and like electronic surges and stuff like that and so and there were these like green squares that filled up lots of like the in-between space and the green squares would prevent like the balls from falling on you and stuff like that and you could like trap the scissors in them and, and whatnot and so it was all about manipulating the materials that were there in order to make your way to the ends 
it was really fun. And it was like kind of like the same thing that you had where we would all kind of gather around the computer and watch each other try to make their way through levels. And like sometimes we would like one of us would play on our own and we'd end up actually beating a level. And it would just be like a cooperative thing where then like someone would come in and be like, oh, someone must have beaten that level. Now we're on to the next one. And then they would go ahead and take their own crack at it. There were like hundreds of levels. I don't think we managed to beat all of them, but it was super fun. I, I fucking loved it. So yeah, like that, like the, on the DOS computer, we had a Sega Genesis and everything as well, but it was, we had the computer first. And so that, that was my first foray into gaming. Would you go back and play that now? Like, do you think it holds up? Yeah, no, I actually did like several years ago. And I do think that it holds up. I I think that even with it being so long ago, it's still like a really cute game. Like I feel like the graphics kind of almost hold up. It's just like they're simple, but it's cute. And like the little ball like has these little expressions and stuff like that. It's just really adorable. And the levels are still really hard. You were saying that Sonic might just be hard for like as like an eight-year-old. <laughs> I think that Superplex is still like, I mean, the earlier levels are really easy, but the more you get up, the more difficult it becomes. So I think that it's still a cool game. I would recommend it. Okay. So from there, that was your jumping off point and you've just been playing games. Like, has it been consistently or did you pick them up more enthusiastically later on in life or... No, it was always consistently because um, my dad was really into games too. So like he would play the old like Wing Commander series and I would always love to watch him play that. And then like when I got a little older, I played it myself and I had a blast playing it. Um, like I said, we had the Sega Genesis as well. I uh, like saved up my money for that. It was supposed to be me and my brother going in halvesies on it, but I managed to save up $80 and he only managed to save up 20 So you can be sure that that was was the basis of a lot of our arguments about like who had more ownership rights over the Sega Genesis and who got to play it more because I would always be like well I put in 80 so I get 80% of the time on it so mm. <laughs> but yeah I, I feel like there's there's ever been a period where I've not been playing games it's always been a big part of my life and it was like a, a big thing that me and my dad had bonded over when I was younger so that was that was fun well I mean what about you like have you had like a, a gaming hiatus at some point i did kind of it was i was at a point before like where i am now where it's like nothing was really appealing to me but it was like had the second genesis didn't really know what to play like i had some of the core games like i had mortal kombat which i should not have had because i was like 10 and then i had um when like the playstation came out i refused to get a playstation for some dumbass reason i really don't know why Oh, I can imagine why. Like, you're just as much of a hipster then as you are oh now. Oh my god. <laughs> like, no, it's too popular. Honestly, you're probably right, though. I know. I, I know I'm right. Instead of getting a, a Sony PlayStation, I stuck with Sega. I just felt like I had to have some kind of dumb loyalty to Sega. Brand loyalty. Yeah. So I got, I had a Sega Saturn and I had a Dreamcast before I got a PlayStation. But it's like the issue with that is that those systems had like no games. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and just like the the main thing you could do with those was play sonic and that's that's about it it's like i got a couple of other games that were like weird and like abstract there was one game i remember distinctly bullshitting my way into getting this game because i wanted a new game to play and like we went to like funko land do you remember funko do you, do you have funko lands out west 
I mean, I have heard of Funko Lands, but it is not an establishment that I have ever visited. Okay. Well, you know, it's like precursor to GameStop without them like going in your pocket and robbing you rather than giving you like what the game is worth. They would actually give you a decent amount of money. But um, we were at Funko Land and there was this game called Space Hulk. And it's like, I just liked the name and I had no idea what it was about. And then my dad's like, are you going to play that? Do you know what that is? I was like, yeah, it's it's the Hulk in space. It was not the Hulk in space. <laughs> I feel like looking back, it's like part of the Warhammer series, maybe? Like, it looks very similar to that. I have no idea if it is, but it was like really weird. And it was like you were in a maze and you played as this guy in this big, bulky suit that was reminiscent of um, Lilu's spacesuit in The Fifth Element, like the one that she died in. Mm, in the beginning of the movie like it looked like Mm -hmm. that and there were like monsters that like if you took a wrong turn in the maze would come out and like kill you and like all i really remember was the voice acting where the characters had like a weird ass pseudo british accent and the guy's like be wary and it's just like then the thing comes out from around the corner and fucks you up it was like really weird (laughs) but yeah definitely not the hulk in space Yeah, I have never heard of Space Hulk, and I'm imagining that lots of other people probably haven't either. I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) We had a bunch of weird games for the Genesis, I think basically because, like, they were cheap. Mm -hmm. Parents would go ahead and get it. I remember we had a Where's Waldo game, where it, I mean, it was really just, it was that. Like, it was like, Where's Waldo, but on a TV. Like, you just, like, looked for Waldo. So that that was the game. That sounds disappointing. (laughs) And... But it was like, it was what I had, you know? What else did we have? I know we had a Back to the Future 3 game. I I liked the first level because it was... Do you remember the movie at all? Back to the Future? Kind of. Like, part three, though, specifically. Absolutely not. Like, in the... In the very beginning, there's like a uh, horse scene where it's like you're right, like they're they're riding the horse, they're trying to catch like this runaway train or something like that. So that was like the first level of the game. Like you're riding this horse and it was like a side scroller and like you had to like jump over cactuses and like there was like things flying in the air at you and shit like that. Like that was the only level I enjoyed because you you got to ride a horse. What else did we have? I mean, we, oh, like my favorite was Echo Tides of Time. That game was awesome. That's a good one. That's a classic. Even though I got nowhere in that game. Well, you know what I did? Like, I found a cheat code that let you basically go to any level you wanted. And so, like, I would just skip around and play different levels um, because it was, like, yeah, like, there were, like, some levels that were really hard and, like, I didn't know how to pass them. So I would just skip to another level and, like, play around with that. My favorite level to play was the one where you had to find all of the little baby orcas and reunite them with their mom. I remember that. That was cute. I did have that cheat code too, but like at a point it was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like none of this means anything. Oh no, absolutely. Like there was like I remember there was this one level where it was like you were in like this long, like like pit. Like it was like a pit in the ocean. And it's like at the very bottom was like this creature with like these real long arms that were made up of all these different spheres. And like, I think you were supposed to, like, it, 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 it seemed like the game wanted you to communicate with it. 
but like it also was beating the shit out of you. So like I just didn't know what to do. And like I just ended up skipping that level every single time because it was dumb. And I had no context. Like I had no idea what was going on. I feel like even if you had gotten there the right way, you probably still wouldn't know what was going on due to the nature (laughs) of games in that era. But you're talking about a sphere monster, like a monster made out of spheres. That reminds me of this game Vector Man. Which oh, I've heard of that. I have played it. I've played that in like the last five years because it's on Steam. Oh, okay. Luckily, you can save now, so it's a lot easier. <laughs> like it's not, it's not even easier. It's still very hard. It's that's probably the hardest Sega Genesis game I've ever played. But it's more convenient that you to not have to go all the mm-hmm. way back to the beginning when you run out of lives. Yeah, I mean that was brutal. At the risk of sounding like an old, kids these days have no idea how easy they have it. They really don't. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and it's just, I mean, it, like the most tragic gaming story that I have is me and my cousins were playing Sonic 2. And like our uh, Genesis was like it had kind of weak wires in the back. So like if you were to jostle it too much, it would just, the whole system would shut off. It'd be done. Like you'd have to restart. And so like we had gotten to like the very last level and we were all very excited. And my little brother was also very excited. And he chose to express his enthusiasm by getting up and jumping up and down with happiness. But like when he did that, it jostled the system and the whole thing shut off. And I still have never been so angry. <laughs> like It was just the worst thing. Like we had worked so long and hard to get to that point. And then it was just over. Yeah, I feel it was that. over. I feel that on a personal level. So uh, we can generally agree that games when we were growing up tended to be fairly hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that even when we come back to them now, like, it's just it's difficult to the to get the platformers like because it's usually platformers like to get the it exactly right and it, like it depended so much on precision that it's like if you fucked up in the tiniest bit like it was over. Old school platformers or current platformers? Old school platformers, okay. but like I feel that like games today like I I can't think of any game that was so prohibitively hard that it just turned me off entirely. Like something like a a controller issue or something like that, or like some sort of other fundamental flaw in the game design that made it difficult. So it's like, we don't have that disappointment. At least I don't have that disappointment with modern games, but there are certainly a lot of other disappointments with modern games. Like what? Well, I don't want to touch on Bioware too much. <laughs> That's what my mind goes to immediately. But just thinking about how um, so many games now, in order to get kind of like the full experience, you have to like pour so much money into it sort of thing, you know? True. I don't mind paying for story DLC. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you say full experience. Are you talking cosmetics? Or are you talking something else? I'm kind of talking about um, like the first example that comes to my mind, and I think that you probably have a lot to say about this because you play it more than I do, is The Sims. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You have the base game, right? You have the base game, which is like fine. But like to really tap into the potential of The Sims and really get into it, like you need an ass ton of the expansion packs. Yeah. And it's just like they get so expensive. Yep. What's it? It's like right now it's like seven hundred dollars or something. 
Jesus like that's Christ. How much, like, I think it's over $700. I'm going to check it real quick and confirm. Let me look it up. Spending $700 on a game, a game. that's $40. <laughs> yeah, like that's just fucking crazy. I think that to counterbalance that, there's such an active community of modders that you can still, you know, you could add tons of cosmetic stuff yourself, you know, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's like if you want to add something like weather or pets or something like that, then you need the expansion. Yeah. And it's, and it's just so expensive. I was going to say, I've seen people make the argument that some stuff is like split up and it doesn't need to be like a, specifically like um, the pets pack that came out last year, year before last. It's like, here's the base game where you have dogs and cats and stuff. And then here's another pack that you have to pay an additional what was it twenty dollars to get like hamsters? And it's like that. Mm, that Jesus, that, really? Yeah, it's like that. Totally could have been part of the main game. Like I could be off with the amount, but I yeah. knew it was an additional cost. And like people were like livid about it. Like understandably, like honestly, I didn't really care because I didn't want that pack anyway. <laughs> and like I, all the packs, mm-hmm. I always wait until they're on sale before I buy these things. Yeah. Like I never, I, I paying full price for a sim pack is for hose. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, back in the days of, um, like, my active days of pirating many things, I, like, it, I think this was, like, Sims, because we're on Sims 4 now, right? Mm-hmm. So it must have been Sims 3. It could have been 2, but I'm pretty sure it was 3. I pirated the hell out of expansion packs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I I think I paid for maybe a couple of them, but, like, that was, like, college student days, so I didn't have the money to drop on like a $30 expansion pack every six months or something like that. And so, yeah, I, I fucking pirated them. That is the the logic of many pirates. I think that was my logic in my pirating days too. <laughs> Not having the money to spend? Yeah, like I, I'm in college. I'm trying to eat. <laughs> I cannot. Mm-hmm. But you also need that stress release. It's like, what else are you supposed to do? Yeah. And plus it's just like, it's, it. I just feel it's, it's very Robin Hood esque. It's like I'm robbing from the rich to feed the poor, who happens to be myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's just clearly EA ain't hurting. No. <laughs> like so, uh, like I don't care. So EA ain't hurting. They would you would not know it the way they charge for things with their freaking piracy. Like they try to squeeze every dime out of the mm-hmm. consumer and out of the people who work for them too. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Capitalism. Capitalism at its finest. What are some other games that charge money? Like the other one that comes to mind is like um, Overwatch with their loot boxes, Mm -hmm. which like there was like that case a while ago about it being uh, classified as Yeah. I have no idea what ended up happening with that. I mean, clearly it's not stopped them from having loot boxes. I feel like that was more, that wasn't here so much as it was like overseas. And I think they like banned it. Oh, they did ban it overseas? I think so. I think it was more so for Star Wars Battlefront, which was the one that really kicked that up. Mm. Sorry, I'm just like checking it real quick. Like that was more of a big deal with them than it was Overwatch. I don't know what the difference is because I've never, I haven't played Battlefront. Neither have I. And from what I hear about it, you shouldn't even bother. Like I, I have spent money on Overwatch loot boxes. But I mean, now, you know, like I'm just swimming in cash in that game so I can buy any skin that I want forever. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. It just seems weird. Like, obviously, people do have a problem with it because that's why there's this controversy around it in the first place. But it's also like for real. Like, like this is what you are getting addicted to is Overwatch loot boxes. It's kind of strange. It's a little bit yeah, weird. It's, it's odd. Of course, I don't think I can talk because you know I play that dress up doll game, mm-hmm. and I have spent money on that. But I, I and like a good twenty dollars a month on that. Yeah, I game. mean that's not hundreds of dollars though. No, but it's like like if I ever start to really be introspective about it, like I start to feel bad about myself. But I mean, I feel that's different. Like, it's like that is something that you're directly using that to get something in the game that's helping you. That's like that's kind of like the um the expansion packs. Mm-hmm. Like that that's a different gambling weird shit that you're spending money you're probably not going to get something you want is one thing but then spending money to directly get something that you actually want that's a different thing altogether yeah no yeah i guess yeah you're right you're right yeah it's like sometimes that like i i will spend money to get suits that like i know like have some like good quality items in there but like other times i'm just doing it because like it's priority (laughs) and i want it (laughs) because it's priority That's good enough. That's a good enough reason. We ha- On the list here, it says like to lightly touch on Bioware issues, but I feel like we should make that... Like, I'm going to keep this part in. We should make that its own episode. Because yeah. Because, you know, we could talk for like a week <laughs> about, yeah. well, about we Bioware. Well, we do have an episode <laughs> on it, right? Don't yeah. We? Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like we mentioned it twice in this one. I feel like we don't really need to get into it mm-hmm. in this one. Just help people, like, you know, audience, just look out for that one. Yeah. I feel like we should also drink when we do that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, so, yes. okay. what's the next bullet? The last game that you really enjoyed and why? I was going to ask you. So what's the last game you really enjoyed and why? Um. Well, you know that I've been obsessed with the Yakuza series now. And I just want to take this time. I've thanked you privately, but I want to thank you publicly. <laughs> for introducing me to that series even though you don't give a shit about it now and that hurts me on a level deeper than anything you've hurt me before well it's not personal like i want you to i want you to love it like i do like i want that so badly and it's just never gonna be just gonna be an unrequited feeling it makes me so sad when i have more time i'll give it a shot we'll see don't lie to me don't lie to my I'm face not lying i will tr- to your face i'm looking at the mic. <laughs> but i will try i will try all right well anyway i like you've you've i've told you about my disappointment with yakuza 3 and, and i really don't think that it's it's an old game and i feel that it's like um like because they like Yakuza Zero was brand spanking new one, and then they completely redid one and two. It was like they they took all of the sort of budding conceptions that they had in the early early series and fully realized them. Okay. Like everything in Yakuza Three seems really elementary and pared down. Compared it's to like the they other had ones. Like, yeah, it's like they had this like germ of an idea. And that's what they did in this game. And like every other game that I played, like actually fully realized that idea. And so it's just like, it's not as engaging. Um, like the mini games, the mini games are not as engaging. And like the controls are are more simplistic, but like also like more difficult at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, it's the same thing with kind of like the battle system. 
like it might be the battle system might get better as I go along, but it just doesn't really seem like it, that's going to be the case. Like even like the, um, the uh, like leveling up of the moves that you get is just stupid. Like it just doesn't really make any sense and it's confusing. And like, I, I honestly have like no idea what kind of build I have for Kiri right now. It's just like, like it just doesn't even seem to matter. So it's just, it's annoying. But all that being said, like, I feel like those were the last games that I really enjoyed. Yakuza 0, 1, and 2. I fucking loved those games. How close are you to being done with um, 3? Not very far at all. Like, I feel like it's like a chore. <laughs> like, like, I need to, like, log on and complete my daily chore and, and get some of that game done so I can move on with my life. I remember you were, like, really flying through 0, 1, two, one and 2. Like, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was devoting every waking moment of my life that wasn't, like, work or sleep to that game. <laughs> what I've been playing, so that is a good segue into my game, calling it a daily chore, because that's exactly what Animal Crossing is. <laughs> but I was into it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was into it. I, I don't know why. I guess it's, like, the same reason people were into it in the beginning of the pandemic, which was that it provided, like, some level of stability and normalcy. <laughs> Whereas, like, you, you sign in and you know what you're getting for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you'll have, like, a, a new visitor that you haven't seen before. Or someone will be on your island who wants to move in. I want to say, like, two weeks ago, I fell off. Like, I had, like, a period of, like, really, really high stress. And I just, I couldn't do anything mm-hmm. other than, like, lay on the floor for, like, a week. And all my, my dailies have gone to the wayside. I'm kind of upset by it. And now I feel like it's too far to try to go back and do it again. No, you can get back into it. Well, I already messed up today. Today's Sunday, and I didn't get up in time, get on it in time for the stock market, so I'm already fucked. Oh. Well, they, we have the uh, those time-sensitive events for that doll dress-up game, too. Like, you remember I was telling you about, like, the skirmishes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering, like, how do you have a skirmish in a dress-up game? Okay, so I'll explain. So, but firstly, let me tell you, do you remember how, like, because I belong to, like, that association in the game, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, how um, the president of the association, I felt, like, wasn't being, like, I would, just, I would just do things differently. And, of course, then, like, it was, like, well, she's probably, like, fucking 15 or something like that. And so I just sound like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, like, she had said something about um, work or school, I can't remember now, ramping up. And so she actually stepped down as president. And so now the, my, the, I'm assuming that she's a girl. I assume everyone in this game is a girl, but it could possibly, you know, not be the case. It's just, I feel it's a relatively safe assumption. Um, Like the girl that I was um, co-vice president with, she was made president. And I love it because she is like way more like, she's just way more into it like she is like more in line mm-hmm. with like how i would want things to be structured and so i'm pleased with that and one of the things like we had been trying to get the time of the skirmish changed for a while because like you could only have it at either uh 12 30 p.m or 7 30 a.m and these are like my times and that's how it is regardless of where you are in the world. So for the girl who is now president, she lives in New Zealand. And it was like the 731 was like something like at two or three in the morning for her or something like that. 
And so like she wanted it changed and we kept like asking for it to be changed and everyone else seemed to be fine with it. But the former president just like wasn't doing anything. And so now it's finally Mm. changed. And so anyway, to like circle back around, like I have these timed events that happen on Friday and Saturday, now both at 1230. And basically what it is, is like you go, you log all in at the same time and you have like these little battles with like these preset like requirements. Like you conduct the battles and it's just against the AI and you get materials where you all combine them together as an association and you can unlock like these real fancy outfits. Just been taking forever though, because people aren't logging on, they aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. But like, we're hoping that with like the new times, like more people will be able to log on and, and do the battles. Mm-hmm. So that's what the, the time skirmish events are. Like these little battles where we all play together and then we get materials to all put forward for fancy suits. I see. Exciting stuff, right? Mm. A little bit. <laughs> but it's okay. All right. So our last bullet here is, um, are there any games that you're looking forward to? Or what is your relationship with games today? Or both? Um, well, I'm looking forward to the next Yakuza game. <laughs> like, <laughs> getting through with this one. Um, and then there's a that that new, new one coming out in November, I believe. Um, and like the idea that I had originally had was plowing through all of them. Right. To play this new one right when it came out. Like, and be caught up. But I don't think it's going to happen. Like we had the Tsushima um, tangent. Three is just going to be a bear to get through. So I don't know. I feel like we should have another episode where we expand on games today because, like, that's gonna that influences my answer to this question. Okay. Which is like there are no games I'm looking forward to, and my relationship with games today is just I feel tired. Like I haven't really seen anything new that draws my eye because I feel like I'm looking at the same things over and over mm. and just like with Tsushima and um what was it the last of us two it's like like I called them both like misery simulators yeah where it's just like oh here's all this sad shit on top like even if 2020 was not the hellscape that it was I would not want to play these games because it's like I don't I'm not naive I don't need everything to be like you know butterflies and rainbows and shit but I just don't want to get bombarded in the face with just like tragedy for tragedy's sake, which is what these games do. Well, I think that like, because I'm very much on the same page as you. You like, you know how like the media that I have to consume now, like I, it does have to be like kittens and sunshine and rainbows because it's just like, I don't, I don't want to watch anything mm-hmm. or read anything that's going to make me feel sad. I already feel sad enough as it is. But I like, I strangely, I didn't feel that way with Tsushima. And I think it was just because, like, it's like, first of all, like, I didn't feel that a lot of the characters were very developed. And so, like, I didn't give a shit about any of them. (laughs) Not really. And then it was just, like, it was so many tragedies. Like, even, like, this, you know, like, if you remember, like, basically all of the side missions. Like, you couldn't save anyone. Like, you couldn't do anything to help anyone. Like, everyone was just fucking dying and, like, having a miserable time. And so it just, like, it was 
it was too much. It, like the, I became desensitized to it. I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like everything's terrible. It doesn't even matter. Like, and I don't care about any of these people. So it was a failed misery simulator. Like it tried. Yes. But it wasn't good at it. But I mean, no. still, I mean, it's a very pretty game. I'm sure someone's going to jump up my ass about that. But it was a pretty game. Hated the combat system. Don't agree. Good job. I don't care. But it was not great. Like story-wise, like at some point, like I was just playing it still because you were playing it. <laughs> like if I had been playing it by myself, I would have stopped. Oh yeah. No, I totally know that. <laughs> like I knew I dragged you kicking and screaming all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I didn't, like, you knew how I felt about the duels, like the duels, like pissed me off. I didn't mind the combat system otherwise. Um, and I think it was because, I mean, like, cause you like stealth. Yeah. yeah that's exactly But if you, if you were trying to do anything other than stealth, it wasn't great. Like I told you how the, like my mate, I complained constantly from beginning to end about the lack of target lock mm -hmm. and how shitty the camera was. Yeah. And how it's like, I'm trying, there's three enemies in front of me. I want to hit the one in the middle. Can't hit the one in the middle because for some reason he wants to hit the one that's behind me yeah. <laughs> for no fucking reason. No, it, yeah. yeah it's just, it, it made no sense. Like, ha has it been announced as game of the year yet? Because I'm waiting for that <laughs> bullshit. It was like, I, I think like the best thing it had going for it was it was pretty. And I think that the the thing that pushed me the first, like the hardest in completing things was that I wanted to see more pretty stuff. I wanted to ride my horse around and I wanted to get more neat outfits and other cosmetic things. Like that was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my favorite part was the haiku points, even though the haikus were like trite. Yeah. <laughs> and the hot springs. I don't know why. I just liked happening upon them. You just like seeing his butt. No, his butt was sad. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been better. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I wasn't into it. And then he was like strange looking on top of it. So it's just like there was nothing there for me. Well, I always had him had it up and masked up. So I actually really got to see his face. Same. 100%. <laughs> I had him masked up until I had the mask that was just like on the like under his cheeks, under his cheekbones, and like under his chin. Oh, like that. It was like it looked like a. I can't like remember the name beard. of it. Yeah, kind of like the front was open, but the rest of it was like yeah. just outlining the shape of his face. Yeah, like, I like that. No, one. I didn't like that. No, you were it. wrong. <laughs> That'll work. The co-op part. Are we gonna do that? Oh, I guess. I like just to try. Yeah. I think it might be fun. Like I said, like you go out there, you tank it up in the back and I'll snipe for you. Well, clearly like the, the topic of video games is a large one. And so we'll have probably several other episodes devoted to that. I mean, obviously at least the Bioware one, mm -hmm. but I think that um, talking about other topics in video games, like the misery simulator topic and others as well might be good. But I think that this is probably a good place for us to cut this one today. And we'll, um, we'll go ahead. And I think that next time we are scheduled to talk about anime, which is its own large topic. But we'll uh, dip our toes into it next time and um, see how far we can get.
You've just listened to We Are Disappointed. Intro music is Feels Bad by Strongsuit. Outro music is Decisions by Dream Heaven. You can find them on the Free Music Archive in Pixabay. If you have something that disappoints you, you can send us a line at We Are Disappointed on Twitter and Instagram, or our website at weardisappointed.com, and we can be disappointed together in future shows. Thanks for listening.